Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Howdy, DC On Screen fans. How would you like a piece of original artwork from one of us here at DC On Screen? All right, we're aware that you've never thought of that before, but here's the deal. We need your help um, because the internet is a giant monster that requires numbers and regular feeding times. And then these, these, these algorithm things that are like our personal demons that we can't defeat alone. Do the right thing. Go over to iTunes. Give us a, a five-star review or a more honest review if you feel absolutely led to. And then email yeah. us at dconscreen at gmail.com. What we're going to need you to do is just write in an address. Tell us who you are. Give us whatever address you want, to, want us to send you something at. You know, if, we, if you don't want us to know where you live, send it to your neighbors and go steal his mail, whatever. Yeah. Just give us that, and then we need you to write Dave or Jason, and then we need you to write the name of a character. We're going to send you a piece of artwork. All I yeah. can say about it is that one of us is a good artist and one of us is not. If you've actually been listening to every episode, you might know the secret answer to that, uh, to who you should really ask. But, um, hey, or toss hell, a coin. Man, you know, once you, once you get the picture from us, uh, take a picture of it or scan it or something. And send it back to us and we'll put it on Facebook. Just Tell like us. we do with your DC loot. Yeah. <laughs> send it back with, like, critiques if you want to. We don't give a fuck. Uh, you know. <laughs> Draw over it, you know, pull a Deadpool. Right Whatever. One of us might cry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll both probably, we'll both probably cry. But whatever. Point is, you know, it's it's come that time. It's it's the classic call to action. We need some. We need to get out there. We need to get a little bit of the uh, the review game going. Um, and uh, this is this is our humble offering. Yeah, humble offering. Very humble. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it any better myself, man. That was a good pitch. Oh, thank. You. All right, with that said, uh, settle in for a new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome into DC On Screen. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason. Hello. He is my own personal diggle. Hi. And, you know, <laughs> if, if even I am telling you you need to, t- to kill somebody, mm-hmm. maybe you need to look into that. Right. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. Everybody, 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 wa- everybody, everybody wants Malcolm Merlin gone. Yep. Like, you better not kill Malcolm Field and never forgive you. No, no. Diggle's not even playing that card anymore. He's like, you know what? No, kill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Oliver. That guy's got to go. <laughs> He's like, that bitch will get over it, Oliver. That bitch will get over it. Kill him. Kill right. him now. <laughs> she'll get over it because she'll be alive to do so. <laughs> right. Oh, man. You know what? She won't get over so, it if she's dead. She'll never get over it if she's dead, Oliver. 
Yeah, all right, dude. Uh, first scene coming in, they just resume immediately out of the uh, Nissa showing up saying, I've got a lowest flower. Ha 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 ha. Um, mm-hmm. I, I forgot that, that she still considers Oliver her husband. That's just weird. To I me. did forget but about whatever. that. And that's ridiculous. But okay. I saw um, it. I went, what? Oh, yeah. That's I guess not that. after this episode because those no. rules no longer apply. Yeah. yeah. But, um. A woot, I, woot, y'all. A woot. <laughs> but, dude, the. She tells him, like, she's describing the, the layout, and they're having a nice argument, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, father's life for his uh, offsprings, and she says, your father made a similar bargain. Mm-hmm. Bitch, that's cold. <laughs> that was cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, God, yeah, I, calculator got right to it. He's just like, hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm a bad guy. We're the same. But not really bad kind of bad in the same uh, way uh, you know the, we're the same bullshit i'm vigilantless I, I so hate the we're the same argument i really hate it i'm so uh, tired of it i think just uh, problem is watching the kind of television that we specifically watch we run across uh-huh. that a lot we do i i think it, it's it's built into the programming of this kind of thing because you know uh, mm-hmm. the last time i remember seeing it we're over on supergirl and it's you know it's toy man talking to toy boy or well i shouldn't use that exact term but yeah, we just see that a lot. Um, you know, Merlin and Toy in, man in talking to boy toy. <laughs> <laughs> I said toy boy, but yours is much worse. I, I know. <laughs> I like mine better though. <laughs> um yeah, dude. I, like we just we run over this uh, a lot, especially watching Arrow, you run over it all the damn time. Merlin talking to Thea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um God, Moira talking to Oliver on several occasions, and at, mm. at least she was doing the twist of "you can be better," not yeah. "we're the same." Do what I did. Come, <laughs> come this way, Kenro. Yeah, Fucking. Scott says. Uh, Scott Madison says, "What was the actual point of having Calculator back in this episode uh, to give Felicity something to do?" Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what the arc was exactly that we needed him for. Uh, it was the fathers and daughters theme. Well, sure, the theme. Sure, the theme. I understand uh, the theme. Or, you know, fathers and siblings, I guess. Uh, or not siblings. And, you know, uh, the idea of... And, uh, and early on, uh, as soon as she rolls into the room, they um, they already say, like, it, you know, a test. It's a good idea for you and us, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's going to be an episode about trials. Excellent. Uh-huh. Excellent. Let's see what we do with it. Mm-hmm. All right, then. You did nothing with her. Great. Well... Was, it was a good excuse <laughs> to get Smoke back in there and um, yeah. Mama Smoke... Uh, just reintroduce her for a second. Eh. Well, there was a brief moment where I wondered how fun it would be if, like, the calculator actually was a good guy and he joined the team mm-hmm. and then he actually proved his medal and then he's the guy that was in the grave. And then I decided that was a terrible mm-hmm. idea by the time I got to the finish. End of yeah, this terrible call. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scott says, uh, "Look <laughs> at Emily Bet Rickards roll herself up that ramp. I wouldn't make it halfway up. I would need an elevator." Damn straight. Made me laugh. Made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have. To, I mean, um, you ever seen a uh, what do they call them? So that was an airlift? That was no, why calculator lift? was here to give Felicity something to do, and in turn make Scott feel bad about himself. Right. Was... <laughs> and her version of pacing around the apartment now is she just rolls around in like a, a circle. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I probably would too. Yeah, me too. Um, going to the island. The the first yeah. in, the first quickest impression you have like there. Oliver managed to save like the islands grandest idiot yep she she's just, like here let me hold the rock out of the jail cell where you can see it and oh that oh, didn't look work he took out it well. from me like 
This girl never oh. went to kindergarten, obviously. Because you learned no. that lesson real quick and, 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 and early in school. People will take shit from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll just grab it. Look, people with foreign accents, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible misconception that they're stupid. Just because you don't understand them, Americans. You don't have to write that into your show. That they actually are <laughs> that stupid. That is supposed to be a bad stereotype. <laughs> Not a thing we actually think is real. No, I she just I had and no yet, fucking sympathy we are. for her at all in this episode. Because Oliver straight up tells her he attacked me, I was defending myself. And she's like, You are I'm sure you had a choice. No, I watched that scene. He didn't have a damn choice. No. He like he Oliver was gonna die. Mm-hmm. Fuck your brother. Well then you should have died. You should have died and not kill my brother. Well, I maybe don't know I should what just kill your ass too. I don't I mean, come on. Maybe you should. Feel that strongly about it. Got a fever of 106 right now. I bet he could still take her. He probably There's thinks something... she's like a giant rabbit or something. Because I guarantee you that fucker's hallucinating right now. <laughs> Just trying his best not to pretend that there's not like a purple gorilla in the background tugging at her ponytail right. or something. Right. <laughs> I would rather see that show. Every moment. Yeah. I would rather see that show. Let's see, you know, Gorilla Grape or Grape Gorilla, whatever his name was. <laughs> Something off a cereal box, probably. McGilla yeah. Gorilla. I don't even know. But the thriller in Manila? No, that's a different thing. Mm. Million Vanilli? No. Oh. No, that was no. that was different. We've gone to a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let me ask you: Was there? Did you have this instinct because you've seen it so many times? Uh, when she tells Merlin. I'm sorry, when uh, Oliver's describing to Merlin that there's lotus flower and he's going to pitch him the, com- uh, the the compromise deal of, like, look, uh-huh. you just give up the ring and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The, vehemence, the vehemence with which Merlin tells her that that's bullshit, that plan won't work, that would all mm-hmm. be great if anything you were being told was true. I immediately mm-hmm. assumed it was all true and that, that he knew he knew from the outset that it was all possible because mm-hmm. they've just done that so many times in the show. Mm-hmm. Like constantly, Merlin's like, "Oh, that, that something like that doesn't exist. It's ridiculous." And then, like, the reveal will be that episode or a couple episodes later that, like, "Oh yeah, no, Merlin knew about that the whole time. He was trying to keep you up from it." Mm-hmm. I just immediately, I was, I was, I'm on board with with that perfectly. Like, I was actually surprised later when they do the demonstration, and he immediately says, "So when we, when can we meet?" Mm-hmm. Oh, Merlin! Oh, Merlin didn't preternaturally know something. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. He was like, that does it. Let's just, uh, he's like telling me it doesn't exist. I'm like, that's all Batman Begins. I remember. It is. <laughs> it's there. I think I've seen this one before. Um, um, I did I was, laugh when he says, Oliver, I've been holding off on telling you this, but you're very handsome, not especially bright. Right. That didn't make right. me laugh. That one was good. That was a good line. That was. <laughs> um, now, let me ask you this, though. Uh, all right, so Laurel approaches Nyssa and co., uh, single, mm-hmm. single-handedly, or double-handedly. I should be specific within the context of this episode. But mm-hmm. she uh, comes single-personally, and when she get when when there's the moment where she gets surrounded by uh, all of the rest of the the rogue league of assassins, mm-hmm. and all she kind of does is like stay stay a little blank-faced and kind of look left and right a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I I was watching that thinking like, oh my god, that's the best acting choice I've seen her make in a very long time. Don't emote at all. Just have a blank face and look around. Not too much. We've done that one. Don't rubberneck it. Just kind of glance yeah. around and try not to show too much emotion. And it was perfect. Mm-hmm. So the the less she does, the better it appears. That that's the rule I'm learning with Laurel. Like it, it she just 
Yeah, absolutely. The more subtle her choices are, the more I believe them. Also, it, it, I just think that's how it's going to work with Katie Cassidy and Drew. I think that's like the the trick mm-hmm. to her really impressing me. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, Scott actually says to us, uh, Laurel and Cage Nissa scene was just about decent. Accusing Nissa of becoming like her father was a good crystallization of the situation, but mm-hmm. it was undercut by a mediocre, dramatic performance from Katie Cassidy. Uh, yeah. That yes, is, Scott. Uh, yeah. Um, that is precisely the situation. Right there, you heard it from the man, Scott Madison. Yeah. Like if simply syndicated.com. Um. <laughs> if I just had like note cards that I kept that I would if I that I could pull up for this show, that would be a battered and worn note card. Decent scene Under, except for Katie Cassidy. Yeah. Undercut by a mediocre dramatic performance from Katie Cassidy right. is like that's the the trademark of the show at this point. That would just be like control V. I would just be putting that in my show notes all day with it would be just be permanently in my clipboard. Control V. Go to the next scene, <laughs> control V. Yeah, actually, just that command V, whatever y'all use, like, Apple people. After, after, after every good thing you say about the show, you should just uh, stick. <laughs> but was undercut by a mediocre dramatic performance from Katie Cassidy at right. the end of every. <laughs> I like it. Um, she wasn't the worst. She was by far not the worst in this episode. Um, right, because Barrowman, I think, was the high and the low of it. The speech where he's mm-hmm. explaining to Oliver why he's not going to do it, all the power of the League, and I will not put that power in the hands of, of Nyssa. Mm-hmm. I'm that like, why? Good. Nyssa's okay. Well, I don't really know what he's got against her, but he feels strongly like, about it. Nyssa al Ghul. I'm like, dude, you're but such a child. I, I'm, I'm watching that scene, though, and like that's that's the kind of, like, that level of acting, that's why you got somebody like John Barrowman. He can do it. That was a, mm-hmm. that was a good performance. But let's mm-hmm. go back a few scenes to the line sadly the only thing i have seen is your quick and speedy death mm-hmm. <laughs> i want to nominate that as the worst line i've heard in the entire show so far the entire series yeah that was bad that was just bizarre just bizarrely bad like that made I it through editing written... yeah several people looked at this line and said yeah let's keep it going let's do this I would have written that line down. It's something to bring up. But I'm pretty sure I was cleaning up brain that had leaked out of my ear. <laughs> that, it was... I mean, that was I, a bad... I may have blacked out. <laughs> that was just a bad face-off. It was just a, a really bad a really bad face-off. Yeah, Sadly, the only thing I have seen is your quick and speedy death. Because he hasn't seen it yet. And quick and speedy? Quick and speedy death. Yeah. And why is it sad? Why is he sad about that? And is it, it's the only thing you... Like, pick... There's not a portion of this sentence that I, have, I don't have a problem with. Okay. Uh, I feel a little bit better now. <laughs> I feel slightly better now. Gross, man. Gross. That's, that's a bad line I have to talk about. <laughs> you need a shower? Or? I feel like I do. All right. Now, as bad as that line was, it was righted by, I think, uh, Felicity later in the episode, where once, mm-hmm. they've, once they've agreed on um, Deathmatch... Mm-hmm. Which I did enjoy his little his little one liner about uh, d- you know for taste concerns we'll forego the topless portion of this ritual. Mm-hmm. On the one hand you're like well that is classy. On the other hand you're like why let's do this shit. Um, right. I they I gotta say I I can't quite attest to it but I gotta think in a sword fight boobs would be like free flinging boobs would be a liability. <laughs> just, Probably yeah. I I I'm, I just think so I don't know. 
It, mm-hmm. If there's any topless sword fighters out there that have that have been running around unscathed, let me know if I'm wrong. Um, mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I did laugh when Felicity was like, "This is one of your crazier ideas," and that is a competitive field. Yeah. Like, okay. And even his response, good. "Well, sit tight. I have a crazier one coming." Yeah. That dialogue was so good that I didn't care about the previous altercation between Nissa and and uh, Malcolm. Boom. That was <laughs> that was good. Well, sit tight. I have a crazier one coming, and she does. She does sit tight, and sits there and watches. <laughs> sits there and watches him like decide to take on the thing and. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And you know the big thing of the episode was like, you saw it coming a couple shots before it actually happens, right? Yeah, sure. You saw the close-up shot on the hand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, once the hand was on the ground, detached from its body, mm-hmm. close up on the ring, the way they lit it, there was a whole lot of hair on that hand. <laughs> there was. I was like, that's actually off-putting how much hair is on it that hand. It actually looked about accurate, though. Maybe. I'm like, damn, dude. You're like the beast. <laughs> no, I'm getting all Marvel on you, but... It was a... Uh, it was a very... Plus, he's a, dark, he's a dark-haired person, so the hair is mm-hmm. much, much more visible. Right. But, um, <laughs> th- is there a moment, though, like, he, he chops off his hand and, and then knocks him out? And he just knocked him uh-huh. out, taking the ring off his hand. Yeah. Just, just. Well, he wanted to hobble him so he couldn't shoot a bow and arrow anymore. That's not going to help much. I mean, it, we're talking about Merlin, and. Y- yeah, he should have killed him. He, he should have killed, killed him. He just should have killed him. Like, that Absolutely. is not a guy. And, you know, they have the little standoff later about, like, I would, um, I would kill you, but that would be too. What does he say? Like, that would be too, uh, great a mercy for the debt that I now owe you or something like that? Yeah, it's some stupid line. Yeah, it was bad. It, well, I actually didn't mind that line. I thought it was okay. But, um, ah. I, but you know, Oliver simply telling him, don't you dare threaten the me, line is was... not good enough. <laughs> that's, that's not... That line was coarse on the ears. <laughs> it, was a little, it was a little clunky. But, man, no, 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 no. You don't make that enemy and let him hang around. Like, they're... <sighs> I know this isn't something that can apply in life, and that's why, it, well, it, it does. I mean, there are mob wars, and there are people that live lifestyles that aren't like my own, that actually mm-hmm. are life and death. But mm-hmm. in the regular world, you can't leave enemies hanging out like, like that. You need to either cripple someone beyond repair, right. or make nice. Mm-hmm. But you don't piss off Malcolm Merlins and send them out free-flying into the world, after they've already Absolutely mentioned not. your son's name. Yeah, that was a poor choice. A poor choice. Yeah. Um... I love the fact that they are disbanding the League of Assassins. That thing that Ollie uh, should have done the whole time. Yep. Um, I actually wrote down, uh, please let this stick. <clears throat> I think it sticks. See, that's, I, that's, that was our idea for like what he should have done with the end of Season 3. Just, dude, don't make yeah. a deal with anybody. Just take over. Disband the League. End of story. Mm, yeah. I actually, my note, uh, um, I wrote down, my note for this was... Uh, I had to read it three or four times because I, I thought I had written dishanding that thing that Ollie should have done. And I was like, well, why am I, why am I creating the word dishanding? I mean, <laughs> that's, I guess that happened, but, and then that thing that Ollie, but Ollie did do it. What am I doing? Oh, disbanding, disbanding. I write poorly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Scott says, uh, Scott Madison says, what moving company does the League of Assassins hire to haul all their decorations upstairs for these rooftop death that was an excellent ceremonies? Point. It's not even point, upstairs. Yeah. It's also like across countries and across town. Yeah, because every time Laurel goes to confront them, yeah, 
Every time Laurel goes to confront them, they're those same urns hanging around. <laughs> and it's, like, I think we have the talking a few places. Like, I'm gathering that there are a few members of the league that like their job is to hump those things from place to place. <laughs> I believe the correct word is schlep. <laughs> I went with the army version of it. <laughs> uh I did like uh I liked Felicity's little gamble with her dad though I did. And I, I found myself like when she yeah. when she walks into the the lab I uh I, I found myself thinking like what's your play there smoke? Mm. Um no, oh, I see. Our receiver. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And a good a good look at the T sphere and even a somewhat working explanation of how they how they actually work. Mhm. Um I I did enjoy that he was that I don't know. She turned him into the cops, and she was like, "Oh, the look on his face will haunt me, or whatever." I'm like, "No, that was great. It was great when you turned him into the cops. I loved that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, uh, please. If you if you have access to it, what was Scott's comment about the uh, Paul Blackthorn showing up on the show again? Oh yeah, that was great. Um, producers. Oh hi, Mr. Blackthorn. We forgot you were here. Want to basically cameo on this show that you're still in the opening credits of? There it is. <laughs> and what what I laughed about on that in particular was for the last couple of episodes I've seen and Paul back and Paul Blackthorn and thought, okay, cool. So Quentin's gonna be uh, okay, okay. Well, never mind. And then yeah, this time it was well... just he pops in as like useful cop that we know. <laughs> I think we'll see more of him near the end of the season, like coming up. Because I mean, he's still in bed with uh, with Damien Dark. Uh, he's still in bed with Damien Dark, and he's still in bed with Mama. Smoke. And he's still in bed with Donna Smoke. Yeah. <laughs> so that like that's and she's still hanging around town. Like she's not a visitor anymore. She's hanging around town. She was clearly mm-hmm. just coming by when she comes by to talk to Felicity earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And where does the end of that episode leave us, really, man? Like, well. Actually, I think, uh, I mean, you've got Malcolm Merlin going to Damien Dark and saying, uh, you know, he's got a son, William, um, and he cares more about him than Felicity. Um, actually, Scott Madison says, are they actually going to do this? Are they going to put William in the grave? Dramatically, that would be the most impra- uh, sorry, impactful and daring choice, which is why they won't do it. I think they're more <laughs> likely to put William's mother in the grave. Post-funeral scene in the car, Oliver is mad that his son lost his mother. Felicity is mad and ringless because Oliver didn't tell her he had a son. That's my latest theory. I think Scott's wrong. I think it might actually be William. There's a chance. Um, I think it actually might be William. Because I don't see Felicity being that upset over William's mother. Not over the mother. Absolutely not. And but over a child? Wait, like, yeah. And I think I remember, I mean, am I wrong? Or, or me and Scott wrong, I guess, at this point? She was ringless in that limo, right? She is. She does appear to be ringless. Yeah. Now, so does I guess she's, Felicity could she's just be upset. Or, so she's yeah. supposed to go straight from engagement to to wedding. So at this point, she's supposed to be a ringed individual. Uh-huh. Um. So whatever has has transpired has thrown off their wedding plans, but not so much that she's willing to completely leave him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get in the same limo. Like Alicity's mm-hmm. not dead, but it's clearly headed for some rocky waters. Mm. Um, and the moment they bring William back in the show, we know they're going to come into some... Because in the Flaro crossover, that was, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> before Barry changes everything, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, um, that is exactly what happens. We know that's the impact that it's going to have because we've seen it before. So as soon as she figures out mm-hmm. there's a William and figures out that she has been... Um, that he's Lied been... To. Well, you know, obfuscating the truth, really. And as soon as we... 
get to that point, we're we're saying bye to the elicity that we know and love at the moment. You know, all uh, mm-hmm. all the the wonderful warm tears of the uh, uh, those those two strong people making it through something. No, those are gone. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know if we're gonna be. I mean, William makes a hell of a lot more sense. But still, so does Mama Smoke. It does. It makes a lot of sense. Those are still my two favorite theories. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still not certain why Oliver didn't tell Felicity. I just don't know. I don't understand. I don't either. I don't, I don't either. I got to tell you, man. Like I, it's not. It's just not something that works. I, I've been in a lot of relationships where I lied through my teeth, and I've been in a lot of relationships where I didn't. And the ones that I didn't were harder sometimes, but they work better. Mm-hmm. It's just plain a better idea to not be lying all the time. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, dude, she. You would think uh, it, that's part of the reason we've we've enjoyed Oliver's character is he's been growing enough that you felt like he had learned that lesson at this point, and he just hasn't. Mm. And that's one of the disappointing parts of the season so far for me. Well, there's like no, there was no reason for him to because he found out like that day. Or what? Yeah, <laughs> he didn't really, he didn't know. It wasn't like he's just been hiding it from her all this time. He didn't know. I mean, <sighs> back in the crossover timing, yeah, that that's still. I was still giving him that card, but you know mm-hmm. the, the timing in the show has changed, and now it's been a few months, and he should have taken that time. At this point, like he's already mm-hmm. asking, "What's stopping us? Why? Like this is the quiet moment. Why don't we go ahead and get married right now?" I realize shit's going down because it's Arrow, and shit's always going down. But man, if you can if you can take the time to stop and throw together a wedding, you need to first take the time to stop and get your shit in order. And I, I yeah. just I hope that's a lesson that we'd have been to by now. All right, it's it's a little regressive for me. I didn't. I don't mind the killing yeah. thing. The killing thing was fine. That's not regressive for me. The this is. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not dealing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not digging the way they're because you know we know she's gonna find out and it's gonna be bad. Yeah. And because he said it's kind of a quiet moment right now. That's you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. We know how desperate it's about to get. That's just how TV works. Yeah. Of course. I had to, uh, which I feel like is the only reason that he's being so stupid is just because that's the way TV works. I'm like, yeah. you can make better TV. You can do. You can be better. I've seen this show be better. I know it can do better. Mm-hmm. And there are moments like this where it it falls back on old tropes where you just you just get disappointed, just plain disappointed with it. Because yeah, like I said, it it can do better. Um, I had one more thing I wanted to make fun of in one scene, and then I was <laughs> okay. I was out of it. <laughs> All right, go for it. So. The standoff between Nissa and uh, and uh, Merlin. Uh huh. Um, writing goes to hell. Shit goes sideways, and everyone starts fighting. Uh huh. And Ollie immediately exclaims, "We have to stop them. They'll kill each other." Yeah. Why? <laughs> Give me one damn good reason. One half good reason that you need to actually stop these idiots from killing each other. I can think of no reason. Also, was there only one lotus flower? It's been my well, you know, there was, we only saw one in Batman Begins. Maybe they only grow one at a time. Yeah, but he was just supposed to find one on the side of a mountain. Yeah, they made it sound like they're really one. hard to find, but that they're not like singular. Right. I think they're they're just really hard to find. I think that they're rare be. though, right? And and essentially, Katana's guarding yeah. them. Well, dude, him yeah. and Katana are on pretty decent terms. Yeah, cut right? this out of this shit. Exactly. That's the hey. way I would have gone with it. Yeah. yeah. Who'd you get that from? Oh, okay, thanks. But right. I need you to kill Merlin. Uh, oh, good luck with that. I got a plane to catch. Right. But are you going to show up unarmed? Yes. I'm specifically going to show up unarmed because I'm her friend. 
<laughs> and I would like to yeah. remind her that I'm a friend. Because she's kind mm-hmm. of a badass, and I don't want to piss her off. Right. A whale. Oh, man. What are y'all doing on Arrow over there, guys? Come on now. <laughs> I've enjoyed the season. There's just, you know, there's always going to be something where we're going, oh, stop CWing it. Not even CWing it. It's just bad writing it. It's just, <laughs> it has nothing to do with CWing it. Go it's catch an episode of The Vampire bad. Diaries or something and tell me that. Hey, you know, when I think of CWing it, I always think of just like, you know, the romantic bad crap. soap opera. Yeah, yeah, bad soap opera crap. Yeah. I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I still. I'd, I mean, it, they could. This is more, you know, actual bad dialogue coupled with uh, a complete loss of character motivation. There has there have been a lot and of those. huge lapses of character reasoning. Like the, reason, <laughs> the characters just can't reason. <laughs> Worth a damn. What are they called? Real actors uh, in writing. Mm. Uh, People who make decisions that are um, relatable and. Guided by the rules of real existence, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Also, hey, did you like the, the exposition box? I mean, elevator? Uh, what, what are you referring to specifically? Because <laughs> about 90% of Arrow is exposition at this point. No, like, it's... It, uh, like, when they get Thea out of the hospital, uh-huh. Merlin, and, Merlin and Oliver are, like, on the elevator down, and you can tell they specifically included the going on the elevator down scene... So they could, so he could ask him, was it trouble getting Thea out of the hospital? No, I have a friend there, and I talked to him. Oh, oh yeah. Welcome back yeah. to the scene. I did notice Thea's that, over yeah. here now. Exposition-vader. Yeah, I completely just grunted Ellis and didn't Dishon. even bother writing anything. <laughs> I actually didn't either. I knew I was going to remember that one without writing. I just out. went, uh... <laughs> <clears throat> It's a moment where you just go, wow, I'm being manipulated. (laughs) Actually, I'm pretty sure what I thought was, they're not even trying anymore. (laughs) I I have a friend. Don't get me wrong. That, like, (laughs) that, like, that, that scene came at a time where we had already gone through a lot, I felt like, but, um. Mm-hmm. This is one of my problems, though. Was uh, I'll stop after this, but just any of the League of Assassins stuff feels like it. It's so clunky. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard to physically carry the the load of that and uh, the the stuff that's Team Arrow, man. That's where the show's based. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do love John Barrowman. I even I even like Merlin uh, coming in and fucking things up every now and then. And I even like Nissa. I just like it when they come in and fuck things up. Not when Team Arrow has to deal with League of Assassins shit. Then I feel like we're doing a different show mm-hmm. that I'm less interested about. Yeah, I I genuine, genuinely am happy that uh, the League of Assassins is gone. I would be lying if I said that I was happy that John Barrowman is still around on the show. I like John Barrowman. I really do. Love him. But one, I want him. I want him freed up because you know, Jim Knowles written a lot of. Jack Harkness, I really would like to see him on Doctor Who again. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, uh, and, and importantly, I think, man, even though he's a lot of fun, like I just, I don't know, like I, I, I think Malcolm Merlin is done. Like he's fun, he's fun to see, like showing up and causing problems, and you know. Well, I mean, uh, you'd have to do something drastic to him, and at this point, you know, a, he's, you know, he's throwing armless, a stick like, in the spokes or something, but. 
unless you do something to hugely make over his motivations, I don't care too much. And and that's the big thing. Like I, right now, I'm he's he's armless or he's handless. And honest to God, I don't care if you made him cyborg. If his no. motivations are still this redundant, I don't care. Whitewashing the role. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Arsenal. Uh, then you know, you know what I enjoyed though. Huh? Uh, over in the Flash, Cisco acu- or uh, Vibe Cisco re- accused Reverb of Cloud City Vadering him. Sure. Yeah. Over in Arrow, uh, Oliver Cloud City looped Merlin. <laughs> oh god! Just throwing that out there. Oh god! <laughs> Same week. Someone, somewhere, some one of these EPs that's a crossover guy thought of that. There's no way. Uh-huh. There's no way someone. It, it, it may not have been like a forethought. It may have just been. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't realize that. It may have just been that simple. <laughs> I'll bet you someone thought of that though. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff though. I enjoyed it. I did enjoy that. But yeah, I'm I'm torn with Malcolm Merlin. I I, I like seeing him around, but I think his time is done. I'm kind of I'm kind of tired of seeing him. I just need to. I just like I said. Well, I've said my piece on that. I just need to change his motivations drastically. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, I'd love to see him around, but different context. I'm gonna have to have that. Yeah, the whole Oliver, the Daddy, like everyone on the show is at this point saying kill him. I think we should have killed him. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Anyway, <laughs> um, eh, we are. Uh... We are DC on screen. I was trying to think if we had anything else, but I don't think we do. Nah, we're we are DC on screen. That horse is beaten. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can uh, go over and check out our buddies, Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall, at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, MCUcast.com. We're both members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUpNetwork.com. Uh, we're going to be coming back with a review of Legends of Tomorrow 104, White Knights, And uh, until then, keep some DC on your screen. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.